0: Good morning. Welcome to all those joining us for Likuti Lokhas, Yoradea Ch'eliksheni, Shemi, Hilchais Buchor Behema Tohira, Halokha Dalid, Paragraph Hay. We dedicate the to learning today Lilo and Ishmael, Rabbi Yezeb, Rabnos Yaakov, Harini Kaporas Mishkovoy. We're continuing on the topic of Yira, Paragraph Hay, Ki Iker Hashlemos, Hiha Yira. Zal says, that real wholeness is toira. And this was one of the most important aspects of when Hashem gave the Torah on Har Sinai, it, The Torah tells us that Matin Torah on Har Sinai took place with booming sounds, thunder, lightning, the sound of the shoifer was blasting very loud, Va'yechrad kol and the entire nation was trembling. Shenofalos Alehem Emo ve'yira Atsuma. There was an incredible amount of fear and, and awe that, that came upon the Jewish people at that time. Ukumayshakasuv, and as it says at the conclusion of Matan Toira, that the reason for all of this was u'bavur tihye yirossay al penechem levulti terto. So that you'll have fear of Hashem upon your faces so that you won't sin. So we see that it was all about Yura,alPin, and yet despite all of this, his Gara Bohem, At Ah, and Begel. the Eightsahora overpowered the Jewish people after that to the point where he got us involved in the golden calf, Shirosu, Limsha, yira Yrah, Romoid. Whereby the Jewish people wanted to draw upon themselves an evil yera, yera de Sitra ki hu de we find the Gemara uses the term yera to refer to idols, as as it says in Sanhedrin page sixty seven, yera yesh b'mokhem pliny. There's an idol in this place, and it's called yera, v'chein harbe, and so too in many other places. That the solution for this was during the final forty-day period. Moshe Rabbeinu had several forty-day periods of tefillah, but during the final forty days, which was from Rosh Chodesh Elul till Yom Kippur, which were days of appeasement when Hashem allowed Himself to be appeased, shehem me'elol ad Sheheim Yemei Yira, and those are known <coughs> as Days of Yira, Kinekroim Yomim HaNoiroim. because the holidays Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, and El that precedes it, it's all called Yomim Noiroim, Days of Awe. Veikra Tikun Rosh Hashanah, Shehurishan Laseras Lasarayom HaChrayim Shalaboyim Yom Shmaseras HeMade and the main Tikun of Rosh Hashanah which is the first of the 10 final days of this 40-day period, those 10 days of tshuva. During Rosh Hashanah, we are drawing upon ourselves major, major yira through the sound of the shofar. Bechinas, as the Pasuk says in the Navi Omois. Can a shoifor be blown in the city and the people won't tremble? So we see the shoifor is all about yira, pachad, and that's the main mitzvah of Rosh Hashanah. Because Rosh Hashanah is the time of pachad yitzchak. And this is why in the Shemayin Esrei that we say on Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur, the opening paragraph there is, Uvechein tein pachtcha ve'emoscha al kol ma shebarasa viyraucha kol amasim. We were pleading with Hashem that Hashem should impose tremendous fear upon all of us. All of us should fear Him. Ki ikur hatikun alidei hayira, because the main solution for everything is this yira. Haynu shebaroshishana who is noitzetus Moshiach. Rosh Hashanah is a time. When there's the sparking of the light of Moshiach, Shehu Iker Malchas Digdusha. Moshiach is the ultimate representative of the Holy Kingdom, Shemam Umamlichen Barosh Hashanah, which we draw upon ourselves and we, we crown Hashem on Rosh Hashanah. Bechinas, as we say again in the Shemon Esray, Utsmichas Karen Ledovid that the blossoming of a light for for your servant David Hamelach, referring to Moshiach Ben David, uMoshiach etzem ilo and Moshiach represents the epitome of the highest level of yirah. k'mayshakosuv, as it says in the Navi Yeshayah, speaking about Moshiach, he will have the aroma. The smell of Yira Hashem—that's what Moshiach will be all about. Ki Yira ilov and ma'oid Moshiach will be will succeed in bringing an incredible, high level, awesome Yira to the world, at shekula to the point where everyone will fulfill the Torah. And the Jewish people will never reject our agreement with Hashem ever again. As is expressed in many psukim in the Navi. And that's when we'll see the, the fulfillment to perfection of what it said by Matan Torah, what Hashem's intention was by Matan we'll Torah. That all of this is so that we will have fear of Hashem upon our faces, so that we won't sin. And now, before Moshir comes, we are drawing upon ourselves some of the light of this incredible high level of year of the future. We draw it on Rosh Hashanah. On the Yerah. Through the power of the great Sadiqim that we traveled to on Rosh Hashanah. Ubifrat Aliday Hat Sadikim and especially through the power of those Sadiqim who have already passed away, Sha'nu mishtatchem Al Kivram the heir of Rosh Hashanah, whereby we prostrate ourselves on their gravesites on heir of Rosh Hashanah. Kikol Sadik Amiti Bekinas Moshiach. Because every true tzaddik is an aspect of Moshe Moshiach, and and these tzaddikim draw upon us now in each and every single generation. This incredible, awesome, high level of yira, so that now, even before Moshiach comes. All of us should be to strengthen our relationship with Hashem and not to leave Hashem at all whatsoever. And this path, Moshe Rabbeinu started to draw upon us during those final 40 days. When he was mispahal for Hashem to forgive us for the sin of the Golden Calf, v'hoiker, and of those forty days, the main ones are those last ten. May Rosh Hashanah adiyah makipurim. Shehem gemar miyom That's the end of those final forty days. Vialkein be dvorim be parsha and therefore, we find in Chumash Dvarin, Parsha Sekev, after Moshe Rabbeinu reminds the Jews of those last, that final 40-day period that he was Mispalel for the forgiveness for the Egel as it says there, Bo Omar Hashem Elai that at that time Hashem said to me, "Carve out for yourself a new set of luchos." And I stood there on top of the mountain like the first days, forty days. Take Omar immediately after Moshe Rabbeinu speaks about that final forty-day period, Omar he says, and now." Yisrael, Jewish nation, What is Hashem asking of you? The only thing He's asking of you is to fear Him, to respect Him. Because during those final 40 days, Moshe Rabbeinu accomplished this. Shehimsich yira niflo. He drew upon Klali Israel an incredible level of yira, holy yira. Vohayikar Barashashan Yom Kipurim, and especially, especially on these days of Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippurim, Shomer When we say in the Shmonesre Uvechein Tain Pachtecha, the yira ilov and and this incredible, awesome era the tsadikim, draw upon us in every single generation. However, the one who will really accomplish this to perfection will be Moshiach Shanemar Boy, where the Torah says about Mushiach, Vuhrekoi Hashem. That he will have this aroma of Yira Hashem. He'll be the epitome. And we nowadays start drawing this incredible high level of Yura upon us when we re- when we read the four parshiyos before Pesach, Parshas Poro, Parshas, ha- Parshas Porim, Parshas Zocher, Parshas Poro, Parshas Achoydish. And during the holiday of Purim, emoy Sam koidem pesach, these all precede Pesach, ki Purim vi arba parshiois hem hachon pesach. Because the holiday of Purim and those four special maftiras and Haftoras that we read are a preparation for Pesach. Shehu Yitziyas Mitzrayim, which is when we left Egypt, Sheikro Yehoya And the, the main reason for leaving Egypt was to be able to receive the Torah as it says clearly, Hashem says to Moshe Rabbeinu, when you will take the nation out of Egypt, they will serve Hashem on this mountain, referring to Har Sinai. And now, Rab starts explaining these four parshiyos and the holiday of Purim. Ki parsha shkolim heim Korbonois The portion in the Torah in the beginning of parshas Ki siso, which we read this last Shabbos, we read it as parsha sashavua, but next Shabbos we're going to read it as parsha shkolim, as the the mafdir, the Maftir. This parasha where, where the Moshe Rabbeinu collected the half-shekels from the Jewish people in order to purchase korbonos and in order to build the Mishkan, Shekol zeh Yerah. And the Mishkon and the Beis Hamikdosh are all about Yira. as Yaakov Avinu said when he came to the site of the Beis HaMikdosh, how awesome is this place, this site and as we explained earlier we explained earlier that all of the Karbonis that were brought in the Mishkan and the Beis HaMikdash were all about elevating from Behema to Odom and Odom, we said, was the concept of Das, Bechinas Yira, which was the true high level of Yira when Yira is connected with Das. If you recall, we explained earlier that even an animal knows fear. If an animal got beaten in a certain place, or when a, when an animal sees you lifting up a stick to hit it, the animal gets, gets afraid. But there, the, the Yira is without Das. And by us human beings, Hashem wants the Yira to be with Das. And that's what the Korbanos are all about, elevating from Behemoth to Adam, from Yira Nefula to Yira with Das. I and Shem look back where we spoke about this a few pages ago. And this also is related to the hundred posts of the Mishkan, which were purchased. From these scholim also, sheheim bechinas mea brachos kamuva, which the Sifrei Kabbalah bring that those Meadonim correspond to the hundred brachos that Hashem wants us to recite every day, bechinas klal hatfilos vahabrachos, which sums up, which encompasses all of the tfilos and brachos that we make throughout the day. Sheklulin Bemeya Brokhis, which are included in these hundred Brochis, Shehaim Bechinas, Yerah, which are Yirah. Bechinas Yeras Hashem hitisal. Fear of Hashem is what gets a person to Davin. Tehila is tfila. Vialkein Lumdoisum Rab Rabbi Senazal meet Posuk, and this is why our rabbis learned out that a Jew is supposed to make a hundred brachas every day from this pasuk. Which pasuk? Where Moshe Rabbeinu says to the Jews, Mo Hashem What does Hashem ask of you? Ki'im I believe it's brought that that pasuk has 100 letters in it, number one. And also the word Mo. The word Mo. Nope. I, I, I don't recall, the, ah, uh, where, where the, the Gemara says again, Al tikri mo that don't read it mo, read it mayor, referring to the 100 brachas, like the Gemara says in Menachas, page 43. So again, right. that Pasad begins with Yira. Ve'ata kiim so that's the shkolin, Parsha shkolin. Then the Shabbos before Purim, we read Parsha Zocher, uParsha Zocher humechias Amalek, which is all about wiping out Amalek. Shehu Koifer. he's an atheist. in he does not believe that everything is from Hashem. is Amalek wants to remove the Yirah from the Jewish people, the Yirah holy Yirah, and to impose upon us the wrong type of era: shemishom kol hagolias, which is the, the underlying cause of all the different exiles. Because the medrash tells us that amolek is always the whip that Hashem uses to punish the Jewish people with. So again, amolek is this era. This be- wrong type of era. The who may yoram umafchidam tamed by yiras nefuloyis. A is the one who always imposes the wrong type of fear upon us. Yiras nefuloyis. The chol his gabrusa chas v'shan kisheroyah sheyisrael noiflam chas v'shan miyira And what gives Amolek power? when he sees that we have fallen from holy era, yira, from Yirah for Hashem, as it says clearly there in Pasha Zohar, V'yizanev b'choh kol oyeif that Amalek attacks the tail of the Jewish people, the weak ones who were weak and tired and did not have fear of Hashem, and we have to always remember the story of Amalek, in order to watch ourselves from him, in order to be careful to maintain our holy era so that Hashem won't use Amalek to impose the other kind of year on us. To wipe out any trace of Amalek in every generation and to draw upon ourselves holy Yira. Bechinas, as it says at the end of Parshas B'Shalach in the Torah portion that we read on Purim morning, Kiyod al-Kesko al Hashem Hashem places His hand on His throne to swear that Hashem wages war against Amalek in every generation. Sham mokayer hayira, the throne of Hashem again represents the source of yira, b'chinas moira malchus, the fear that one has for for the king. Sha'hapkoil misbachadin u'misyora Mipne kisei malchus, everyone is filled with fear and awe by the throne of the king. Ukamei shakosuv, and as it says, actually in a pasuk Tzedek u'mishpat mechayin kisoi eish lefon of teilech. That righteousness and justice are what support are the throne of Hashem. A fire goes before Him. All of this is yira. V'Hashem yisparach herem yodai bekisoi sholai eshmoi bekisoi shalom atshimocha zeh ramole. And Hashem has lifted up His hand towards his throne, swearing that the name of Hashem is not complete and the throne of Hashem is not complete until every last vestige of Amalek will be wiped out. And by doing this, Hashem informed us if the throne of Hashem is incomplete, it means fear of Hashem is not complete Ad until every trace of a will be wiped out. Ki ikr shlemus Hashem v'hakisei hu'alidei ha because what completes the name of Hashem and the throne of Hashem is Yirah. Remember, the name of Hashem, Baruch Shem kevoid malchus The name of Hashem is Hashem's malchus, which is Yirah, Moiro shal malchus. And the throne of Hashem, again, is Yira. As, as Rabbeinu Azal says in the chapter in the Kutimran that this haloch is based on. Shedaika <speaking in Hebrew> alidei That it's through proper Yira on our part that the name of Hashem is complete. It's brought that the word hakiseh. Hakiseh, the throne of Hashem, is bigematria elokim. <speaking in Hebrew> And we know that Hashem's name Elohim is the name of Yira. Yosef Hatzadik said to Paroy, Esho Elohim, I'm sorry, Yosef Hatzadik said to Paroy, to his brother, Esho Elohim, I fear Hashem. Okay, so we covered Parsha Shkolim and we covered Parsha Zohar. Now we come to Purim. Question, a powerful question. Rabnosan's Al saying, that Hashem brings a amolek upon us as a stick to induce fear so that we should transform the lower fear into true fear of Hashem. But why didn't this work during the Holocaust? There were probably thousands of survivors that stopped observing mitzvahs, but almost no one who did tshuva. Rav Noson speaks about this in a few places in Likuta HaLochas, that even though When Hashem hits a person, when Hashem punishes a person, the reason He's doing it is to rehabilitate the person, to get the person to think, why is this happening to me? And that the person should come to the conclusion, it's because I'm far from Hashem, as it says in Psukim in the Torah, unfortunately, many people don't get the message. And they use it as an excuse to to walk away from Hashem. I remember one time when my Rebbe, Rebbe Michal of and I were walking to the Kaisel, and he was in deep thought and he mentioned at the time, he was thinking about the situation that was going on at the time, and he said, Hashem, you saw that when you brought a Holocaust upon Klal Yisrael, it didn't bring too many new members. That did not bring many people to come close to you. So we see that for whatever reason, that, that doesn't work so much these days. On the contrary, if you'll show Avo and Khiba, you'll bring us close to you, you'll show love to Klaud Israel, that will certainly bring all kinds of new members. So on one hand, we're being told that the purpose of the, the surim is for us to wake up and realize realize what that Hashem is reaching out to us to get us to wake up and turn around. We find by the brothers of Yosef Hatzadik. At one point in time, after Yosef was giving them a very, very hard time and they didn't know yet who he was, they said, Hashem, why is Hashem doing this? Hashem is doing this to us. If you take a look in the Chumash there, they they did realize it. They did realize that Hashem is doing this to us because we made a terrible mistake. We didn't listen to the cries of our brother when he was crying to us, etc., And there are some people that do get the message. I remember again Rabbi Mikhail Zorhan telling a story about a Jew in Ukraine who was the one who led the kibbutz of Rosh Hashanah for a number of years under communist rule. He was the one who organized the gathering for Rosh Hashanah. those days, the gathering meant 10, 15 people, period, who would go to Uman for Rosh Hashanah during communist times when it was a, a, a death threat. There was no question that if they were caught, they would be sent Hashem to Siberia or worse. And this, his name was Reb Zanvil. And this Reb Zanvil, Reb Michal knew him very well. And, and he said that this person grew up in a home, a religious home, and he was very bright and he advanced in school. At that time, there weren't any Jewish religious schools because of communism closed all of those schools. So he went to secular school and he rose through the ranks and he became a major, major um, actor in theater in the Soviet Union at the time. And and actors then, it was generally about, about making fun of religion, mocking religion, mocking other things. And at one point, like any major figure under communist rule, he ended up in jail, in prison. And he told Rav that when he was in jail and prison at the time, he said to Hashem, I know why I'm here. I know what you want from me. If you get me out of here, I'll do it. And sure enough, in a miraculous way, he got out of prison and he became very religious. And he married a woman, also very religious. Rav described them like on the highest, highest level... Of Yerushalayim at that time. He was an example of a person who got the message, who took it the right way. There are people, the fact that we are here today, uh, the, Ashkenaz, the Ashkenaz community, many of us, is because our parents or grandparents, some of them didn't, didn't walk away from Hashem, they didn't stop observing mitzvahs as a result of the Holocaust. On the contrary, <laughs> They came to America, they came to Israel, to other countries, and they raised families. And a lot of the Torah that we have today, a lot of the yeshivas and shuls and everything, are the results of graduates of the Holocaust who did not let go of Hashem. They they, they started. They, they made a new beginning, and they built the, the Jewish Ashkenaz world. Now Rav Nusnasal is going to go into a, an incredible explanation regarding Purim and give us a lot of important insights. And this is what the holiday of Purim is all about. Chomon wanted to impose upon the Jewish people a lot of Yeris Nefulois, we should be afraid of, of, of him, we should be afraid of people who are very rich and powerful, and Haman commanded everyone to bow down to him, as if there's no Hashem. He's the he's the idol. He wanted that people should bow down and be afraid of one who has greatness in this world. However, the, to, the Megillah tells us that Mordechai would not bend and would not bow to him. As the metric says, Mordechai had said, I am a descendant of Binyomen who did not bow down to Esau even when Yaakov Avinu and the others bowed to Esau. And therefore, Chomon has no power over me to impose his Yiris Nefoulos upon me. And the main place where Chomon drew his power from was the fact that the Jews had unfortunately bowed to idols prior to that. An idol is the ultimate example of the wrong type of Yira, fallen Yira. Because as we quoted earlier, and here he gives us again, the Gemara says in Sanhedrin, page 67, that an idol is called Yira. The idols represent the Yira of the other side. And by the Jews bowing to that, we we went under that power. And another source from which Khamun drew power was the fact that there were Jews who participated in the banquet of Aheshvarush. Shehu Gamkane Pegam which is also a Pegaman Yira, Kimavura, as Rabinazal speaks about this in the second half of Likudemran, chapter 77, where Rabbenazal shows there that eating is a time of drawing upon oneself Sheikar Nimsheches <laughs> That when a person is eating properly, he we draw upon ourselves which is Yira, Ritsoin Ratzlein generates this year of kidusha when a person is eating properly. And unfortunately, when a person eats what they shouldn't be eating, then the holy year becomes damaged. And Homon thought, that the holy year of the Jewish people fell down to such a low place that he can use the year of the Sitrachra against us. Shemishon Toikev Kol Hadinem Rahmaritzlan, which is the source of all ju- harsh judgments, negative judgments and suffering, kayaduah <speaking in Hebrew> as is known. Viain Razzal Lahashmid La Roikul and that's why Haman wanted to destroy and annihilate the Jews at that time. As a result of the fact that he understood that there was major din against us, which brought a, the, these yiris Nefulis against us to be very powerful. And Pomon thought that there isn't any tzaddik around now that's capable of elevating all of these yiris nefulois and sweeten and eliminate such harsh negative judgments that were facing the Jewish people at that time as a result of the idol worship and eating from the Sud of Khomala hashverosh However, Hashem had Rachmonis on his nation. V'sholach lefnehem is Mordechai Esther. and he sent us these two great tzaddikim, Mordechai and Esther, ilo moi, who were to the highest, highest levels of Yira, Whereby Mordechai and Esther had the power th- through their screaming and crying out to Hashem and through their fasting to draw the incredible high level of Yira that Moshiach will be bringing to the world. Shehi Bechinas Reach, which is associated with the sense of smell. Bechinas, as the pasuk says about Moshiach, Hashem. He will smell, he will have the aroma of yiras Hashem. bechinas Mordechai al-shem And this is the secret of Mordechai and Esther, where the Gemara tells us their names show that they represent this incredible holy smell. Bechinas Mor Roish, Mordechai. The Gemara says, "Where is Mordechai mentioned in the Chumash? We had it in the read Torah portion that we read yesterday, Parshas Kisisa, where it speaks about the ingredients of the Shem and the ingredients of the, the, the Ktoiris, and one of them was Mor which is Besamim Roish, the highest one of the spices in the Shem and is Mor which the Targon says Mordechai." That was the most important one of all these smells and perfumes that went into the Shem and And when we speak about a wonderful smell, what is that? That is Yira. As Rabbi Nazar expounds on this, In chapter 8, in the second half of Likut Imran. V'chein Esther, Nikreis Hadassah. And we know that Esther had another name. The name was Hadassah. Alshem Horeach Toiv. Hadasim have a good smell. Bechinas Isho Yiras Hashem. And again, she is the woman. Esther Amalke is the woman who represents Yiras Hashem. And this explains why it was this oil, this holy oil that had in it this besomim roish that was used to anoint everything in the Mishkan, the Mishkan itself and all the Kelev in Mishkan and the Koyhanim and the kings and the garments that the Koyhanim wore, all of it was smeared with this holy oil, with this Yira Sashem. Ki kol ha-kedushais heim bechinas Yira. Because all types of holiness are associated with Yira. Bechinas yiru es Hashem kedoshav ki ein li lirayav. Yira and kedusha going together. Ki kol maise ha-mishkon ha-kol ho Yira g'doyla because everything about the Mishkan, the construction of the Mishkan and all the Kelim in the Mishkan, were all to be able to draw major Yira upon the Jewish people. And as a result of the incredible high level of Yira that Mordechai it was to draw... That's what empowered Mordechai to succeed in eliminating, destroying the klipa of Haman Malek, not just during his time, but in all subsequent generations. To be able to eliminate in all generations. The powerful Yerois Nefulois that Jewish people suffer from, all of the wrong types of fears and anxieties and phobias and stress, and to be able to draw upon each and every single Jew, the awesome light that comes from this highest, highest yira, shali Moshiach. And it's this incredible high level era that will bring the coming of Moshiach. And all Jews will return to Hashem from wherever they're at. Because this era that we're talking about now comes from an incredible high place of Sechel, Das from such an incredible, holy, awesome, exalted place, where there is nothing in existence that can damage it, that can spoil it in any way. And this is the incredible, incredible high-level light that shines on the holiday of Purim, which is not available any other time. As the Arizal says clearly in the Priyetz Chaim, ein shum. The Arizal says that not on any Shabbos, not on Yontif, even though Shabbos is also Yira. We learned earlier, Bereshus is Yore Shabbos. <coughs> And, and we have all the negative commandments of Shabbos. And Yontif is also Yira. The Arizal says the Heorah of Purim is above Shabbos and above Yontif. On Purim, we, we receive an incredible high level of chachma and sechel ad shehayira b'shleimus elyoin which makes the yira so perfect and so awesome at Shaboylam to the point where that yera combined with the das is shining upon every single person in the world, whatever level they're on. ki tluya bedas. Because the effectiveness, the power of the yera is dependent on das. Oz tovin yera sashem lekim timsa. Rabbi, we brought Yiras Sashem Reishez Das. We brought Psukim that connected them. So on Purim, when this incredible high level of Seichel chachma shines down upon us, the Yira is also incredible. V'zeh the Pesach. And we said that the four parashies in Purim are all a preparation for Pesach which is the beginning of the three holidays Pesach, Shavu'os, Sukkot, Shaheim Yemei, Yira, which are days of respect and fear of Hashem. As Rabbi Zal expounds on this in chapter one hundred and thirty-five, we know that the, the holidays commemorate Yitzchias Mitzrayim which was a revelation of Yeradikdusha, all the miracles and plagues. <coughs> and the holidays are a time when the Malchus has a major aliyah. <coughs> Rabbi brings in Likut Emran, in Torah Lamid and Kuf Lamed He, the pasuk Vaihi L'tshuvas Hashanah L'Eis HaMalochim, that <coughs> during the days of Tshuva of the year, and the Gemara says there it's Merameh's for the holidays, Pesach Shavuot, Sukkos, when on each one of those holidays we're judged for different things. On Sukkot, we're judged regarding water, on Shavuos we're judged regarding Tevuah, on Pesach we're judged regarding other things, and judgment is a concept of Yira. Hainu le Shezeu ikaritzius mitzraim. That the, the preparation, the Pesach, the, these, these, we said the four parashies and Purim are a preparation for Pesach and the, which is the beginning of the holidays which are all Yemei Yira which is Kabbalah Satoira Shezehu Iker Yitzias Mitzrayim that's what Yitzias Mitzrayim was really all about and the Torah tells us Ki Chodor Kibluha Bimei that the Jews once again accepted the Torah during the time of HaChashverosh K-moshikosu, kimu the kiblu It says in the Megillah, Kimu, they fulfilled Kiblu and, and accepted. And the Gemara says, Kimu Mashe Kiblu Kvar. We re-established what we had what, what had been established previously on Har Sinai. And all of this is based on the incredible, awesome era. Which which we draw upon ourselves from Moshiach, shehi bechinas heoras Mordechai shanim Purim. This is the light of Mordechai which shines upon us during Purim, shali deze kiyum and that that's what enables us to really fulfill the Torah properly, oide so that we should never ever again reject the Torah, bechinas again as it says by that why the thunder and the lightning and all the, the mountain trembling so that you'll have the fear of Hashem upon you so that you'll, you won't sin again now a person hearing everything we said till now would think that Purim is a yontef of terror fear, terror now, Rav Nassim Salaf adds that this is the incredible joy of Purim. Bechinas vegilu There's a person and can tell him, rejoice with trembling. It's not a contradiction. It's possible for a person to have tremendous deep fear and respect for Hashem, which gives a person certain boundaries. And within those boundaries, the person is singing and dancing and drinking. Because the more that the yira is greater, and coming from a higher level of das, the more the simcha is greater. Remember, simcha is associated with keser, the crown, the highest, highest level of, of das. The pasuk says, "Vesimchas oylam al roisham." They carry eternal joy on their heads. Alroisham on the head is a crown that Simcha is called the crown. The word Besimcha is the letters Machshava, Machshava Da Seichel Dikdusha. So this incredible light of Chochma and Seichel and Yira that comes down on Purim is what gives us this super joy of Purim. Vezeh b'chinas kriyas and now we understand why there's a special Torah reading on Purim, which is the reading of the Megillah, which, which, which is like Krias haTorah, which is like when we're reading the Torah, which is all about Yira. Because the Gemara and the Shulchan Aruch tell us that when the Torah is being read in Shul, a Jew is supposed to stand or sit. Rav doesn't mean literally, literally having to stand, as I heard from Rav Rosenthal. There are people that are Makpit to stand for Kriya Satoira, which is very good. And there are some people who, who can't stand that long or their concentration sometimes is even better when they're sitting. But what he's saying is that a person is supposed to be positioned during the time that the Torah is being read with amor, yirah, reses, viziyah, with awe and fear, kemoi b'shaa smaten Torah, Exactly as the Torah describes the Jewish people when we receive the Torah on Har Sinai, Kemuva Bekhal as is brought in all svarim. That that's the attitude during Kriya Satoira, an attitude of awe, fear. So that there's no chance of people talking during Kriya Satoira or Chasfishon taking it lightly in any way. Vyashov, Mamshikin, Haiira, Besechel Maoid maoid de Kriya Samagila. And now on Purim we draw that yirah upon ourselves, combined with an incredible high level of seichel, through the reading of the Megillah, which is persume nisa, which is blasting a message to everybody about the great miracle of Purim, shemefarsim. What are we? What's the message that we're blasting when we read the Megillah? Sheein mishum adam umishum Dava The message in the Megillah is that there was an achashverosh she was very powerful, and he had a wife Vashti. The queen, who was very powerful, she enslaved all the Jewish women. And there was a Haman who was powerful, and his ten sons, and all the people that were with them. And all of them got beaten to a... All of them got smashed to bits by Hashem. And therefore, we, the Jewish people, don't have to be afraid of anyone. We don't have to be afraid of anything in the world. Only... Afraid of Hashem. As all of us see expressed in the Megillah, the incredible, awesome miracle of Purim, the total downfall of Haman, and the greatness of Mordechai. And this is why the Megillah says very clearly, Many of the Goyim at that time Converted to Judaism, kinofal pachad Mordechai Alehem, because the fear of Mordechai fell upon them. Note pachad Mordechai daika bechinas yira ilo the pachad of Mordechai, Mordechai represents this incredible high level of das and sechel of kedusha, which is which is this yira pachim that Mordechai was the the, the yira de Kdusha, a taste of the yira of Moshiach. Now note, the Arizal says that Mordechai is Bigimatria Rav Chesed. Mem, Reish, Dalid, 244 and 30 is 274. Rav Chesed, exactly, which is one of the 13 attributes of kindness. And that's the one that, that says super kind, Rav Chesed, super kindness. So what are you telling me that Mordechai is hero? The answer is, Mordechai HaTzadik is both. Mordechai HaTzadik, through his era of kedusha, was able to tap into the highest, highest level of Chesed and, and be Mamtik V'din against the Jewish people completely, completely at the time. Again, Seichel is coming, is Chachma is one more than Chesed. Mordechai HaTzadik combined the most powerful aspects of both, to be able to bring about the, the miracle of Purim. Any questions, please? How can we manage to experience this Yira on Purim? It's such an action-packed day. It's very easy to get totally distracted. Number one, by hearing the Megillah read properly in a Breslav shul or in a shul where they read it properly, where the person reading it is it knows a little bit about this, and realizes the awesomeness of this story, the awesomeness of what took place on Purim, how Megillah starts speaking about how powerful, how great Achashverosh is. He rules over 127 countries, and he's able to make a banquet of 180 days, and all the wealth of the world is under his control. And to see the whole story unravel, and to see the, the greatness of the tzaddikim, Mordechai and Esther, and by performing the mitzvahs of Purim properly, and again, by learning the Breslav Svarim, by learning the Likutei Halachis, and getting a real insight and understanding of what this holiday is all about, what wine wine is, Yain Malchus, wine is Malchus, it's Yira Dikdusha, all of these things are Yura and, and there's in Likutei Tefillahs, there's a tefillah in the second half of Likutei Tefillahs, I believe it's Tefillah 34, if I'm not mistaken, a fabulous Tefillah on the topic of Purim. If you can check the index, could Likud Tefillahs have an index. These are all, and by preparing, we have time now to prepare for this yantif, to plead with Hashem that we should be zechut to accept this Yantif properly, and to fulfill all the mitzvahs of this Yantiv properly, and to get all the benefits, the Yira, the Kedusha, the Ava, all the benefits or the the incredible lights that we can get on Purim. In Breslov, Purim is something unbelievable. The night of Purim, because the Shulchan Aruch says, that anyone who puts out their hand, you're supposed to give them on Purim. So Purim is an incredible time for tefillah to put out our hand to Hashem, to ask Hashem. And there are buses, buses of Breslovers that are organized from the different shuls, to go out for chatzois, to go midnight, either to Kivrei Tzaddikim, or to the field for special tefillah on the night of Purim. In addition, Purim is one of the days when the Baal Shem Tov instituted that one shedavin vesikin, one Shadavan neitz on Purim. So these are some of the things that remind us that it's not just fun. Purim is not, that Purim is an awesome, awesome holiday, very, very great. To, to absorb what we're learning and to be able to apply it fully, mitzvah. Mm-hmm. So when do you sleep, Rav oh. Sleep quick. Rav said he, he knew how to, people, there are people who eat fast, there are people who talk fast. He slept quick. The answer is, there is time to sleep still. In other words, uh, before Chatzel, if a person hears the Megillah right away at Seis HaKochavim, And then goes to sleep for possible two, three hours before chatzot. Chatzot now is at about 12 o'clock. And then a person can be up for an hour or whatever it is, and go to sleep for a couple of hours before Nates also. And then in the morning, a person could sleep if needed. (laughs) Shbezocha to enjoy, to really enjoy and get all the benefits of every day, especially such a day. It's a shame.